If you are not married to the person, whatever you do for the person is not an invest. It's a gift. Hi everyone and welcome to the 2 One Show with me your host Benjamin Sapo. In today's episode we explore the issue of discussing debt with a partner. We look at several issues that come along with this. You don't pay your, your girlfriend's school fees or your fiance's school fees when you cannot let it go. It is not a loan yes. to be repaid. It is not an investment. To help me do this exploration, I have Mr. Charles Ado, a youth leader for so many years and Mrs. Jimaima Opokwajiman, a friend of the show and also the host of the Minister's Wifey podcast. Areas we explore in this podcast include reasons why people don't open up their debts to their partners, types of relationships that is more comfortable to open up your debts, stages we go through before we are even choosing a life partner. Also, we look at how important it is to test pulses before finally opening up your debt issues to other partner. It put the person in the right frame of mind that this is the very person I am working with. Thanks so much once again. Up next is the show. This is work. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? How are you doing? I was great. Thank you. Thank God. So, um, as you already know, today we are having you and then one and fine gentlemen. We are having both of you on the show and we are going to join you very soon. But what do you think about the topic? Even before you come in, what do you think about the topic? Okay, um, thank you very much. Good evening to everybody who is here. And we are discussing about this. Please speak up a little bit. I can hear you. But hold on. I, Mrs. Hold on. Is that a welcome to the show? Thank you very much, boss. So without you coming, but um, Mrs. I think I'm going to finish. All right. Oh, okay. And like I said earlier, we are discussing about um, death, how we can discuss death with our partner. And with my opening remarks, I would say that um, usually we know death to be um, any money we owe somebody or money that is you. That appears to be paid. Um, but then you can also have it, or something, you can also come in the form of feeling of gratitude for something somebody has done for you. So you feel that, hey, I owe this person something. Now, and it can also be the normal day or money that we owe. So for me, that's what I see that to be. And we as youth, if I come to us as students, mean, can come to us and uh, probably as you are planning towards your marriage, you can become a wedding or probably a misfortune or uh, an emergency. So you have to run and, and get a shelter somewhere. You need something to do, um, you know, to get money. You need some way to get something for to tackle that particular situation. It could also be a funeral loan or a car loan. It could be rent. It could be maybe for finishing your room or some of these things that cause an individual to go for loan or even partners to decide to go for a loan. And then if you are looking at a partner as well, I think that for the purpose of this discussion, I will see a partner to be somebody that I am ready to spend the rest of my life with or somebody that I am already spending the rest of my life with. Yes, so if you are with somebody, uh, maybe you are dating and the person has not proposed marriage to you, you have not gotten to that point that any of you is even interested in settling down for life with that particular person, then this particular person, then, um, no matter how much you discuss sex with this particular person, I think there will be um, some question marks. And so I think with my opening address, that's what I have. Thank you so much. So, um, I'll come, I want to start the show with a question. So, that I want to take your opening remark. Thank you very much. Um, I think, listening to what my, my co-panelist has just said, 
be answered it all. But basically, uh, what I was given to come and discuss, I think uh, it has to do with financial debts. Sure. How to? We we know there are so many types of debts. So, but wait, wait, wait. What we are going to discuss tonight, as I was given, I think it has to do with financial debts. Mm-hmm. But to say it all, uh, my my dear sister has um, elaborated much on most of the angles of debt that we even know. Oh, okay. So to jump in right, and I have this question. I mean, this question is what brought the whole topic. I mean, about like six weeks ago, I have a friend Becky, and I would use Becky for her name because I don't want to mention it. And then she says, yeah. How do I talk to my significant other about my debts and the steps I'm taking to get out of it? Um, I woke up one morning to this question, and then she's like, Okay, she now taboo has sort of, I mean, out of the world. Uh, we can only speak for. With the things we see, but discussing that we discuss about everything in the relationship. We discuss about how you don't feel this person around your, your significant other and all those. But it seems when it comes to the, the issue of discussing the debt we have or the debt we plan to be in, we don't do that. And I want to find out why is it so. So, um, Mr. Let me start from you. You, 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 you were the one just started saying this. So let me start from you and I'll come back to you. Yeah, thank you very much once again. Um, I think that it's something that nobody would like to have himself or herself engage into. It is not something that is pleasing. Okay. It is not something that is pleasing. That is why more often than not, we discuss issues in respect to our relationship and sideline debt issues. When the relationship is not much more official. Okay. When it is not much more official, when it is, um, uh, we are studying ourselves, getting into uh, marriage, or we are about getting married. You see, you don't hear those things. Are you free? It's very weird. Okay. If you don't normally, it's 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 about zero point five. Over 100, 0.5 over 100. You normally don't hear. Okay. Because of the fact that it is not pleasing. It is not pleasing. Sometimes it scares people from going alongside with you because even as we are starting that, we are bringing on board this kind of um, um, situation. How then, when we get when we get on board, what are we going to, what should we expect? So that is why most people don't discuss these um, issues in their respective relationship. That is when it is not very official. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. So, Mrs., um, people don't discuss it. And why do, why, why do you think so? I mean, if you are going to be in a relationship, why you should discuss everything? Okay, thank you, Ben. And like the Charlie rightly said, um, it's difficult and um, discussing this with somebody that you are not sure of the future with. If the relationship is not stable, you feel like if I go ahead and discuss this debt issue, what we can alter everything in the relationship. This guy will probably think I'm a lady, so let me say this guy will probably think that. And I don't know how to manage finances. I may not be able to manage his finances. So he might ha- start having another thought about uh, the relationship with me. And sometimes, uh, because the debt is a toxic debt, like he rightly said today, we are limiting the, discuss- the discussion to uh, financial debt. So probably those financial debt is a heavy one, something that you are not even able to afford. And probably even if you discuss it with him, knowing his financial stance, he may not or she may not be able to help you and settle this debt. So it, you may not even feel like you can get any help. But it might rather come to end your relationship 
or the stress, the joy and happiness that you both feel. So some of these things I believe are the reason why it's difficult for us to discuss with our partners. Okay, so it means um because we are on instruction, but I also feel like okay, so then let me add this first. So at what point in the relationship, um this is at what point in the relationship do you think it's I mean it's okay to open up because if some people feel like I should know everything before I decide to say yes, we are we will date. Because it feels like um I'm committing myself when I see yes to a proposal. So now, yes, you, you said you want to marry me or whatever, whatever. Now, you didn't tell me the other side that would have influenced my decision. So, at what point do you think it's okay to just share with um, your, your, your prospective wife or something? The husband knows it. Okay, and um, I'll say that when you are dating or courting somebody, and we have about five levels, you first get attracted to the person, and at those points, you like everything about the person. Even the negative things you attract to you. Wow, I don't see this. This guy is like this. This girl is like this. I don't see this around me. You get attracted to even the negatives of the person. And then the second uh, level is that you get to the real side. First time round, you come to face the things as they are happening. The negatives that attracted you, or the opposite of you, that attracted you to the person, you come face to face with that uh, opposite um, attraction. And then you tend to feel like, I don't like that. I don't like that. And then the third level is commitment. At this stage, you have seen all these things that you have decided. It's a point you have decided. A point of decision making that I am going to be with this person. You have seen all the realities around the person, and you decided to be with the person. And then number four is the intimacy. And with the intimacy, this is where your love or your chemistry and every other thing goes. And at this place, you are expected to be bonded to the person, and you are expected to easily open up to the person. You are expected to um, show all those vulnerable sides of yours. So I'll say that at this level of intimacy, at this first stage of dating and courtship, you should be able to open up easily to your partner. If I just say, you are able to enjoy all the love and all the, the fun and uh, the, the, the intimacy, but you are not able to open up about some matters, then there's probably a problem with the beginning, the first week.
at that time, I had not proposed, I, I had not proposed to my wife. She was a friend. She was okay. a friend, but very close, which I have, I have in mind to propose to. What made me go, go ahead or went ahead to propose to my wife was the answer she gave me. She told me that with me, I am not the type about what you are doing or what you are going to do. All what I'm looking for is a man who can go out there and work and get something on the table for us to eat, irrespective of whether you are working at school or you have your own store or you are a mate or you are a driver. At the end of the day, once you are not a thief, I am okay with it. Okay. So I got to know, I got to know that now I can, I can stick my neck out and propose to her. That means she's not after what I have, but she's ready to go with me any any length or any mile that we are ready to go. So okay, okay. So not to, to not to cut you, not to cut you, auntie. Not all right, all right. Okay. What if you propose to her and says like, okay, genuinely, if you are going to leave this shop and be a mixer, I'm not going to get married to you. Let's be friends. What will she have? Will she be portrayed as someone who was after? I mean, what you had because. Maybe she would have made a, a genuine, I mean, objective then. Or what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is why it is good to get to know that you don't just jump into a relationship, see the back hips of the lady, mm-hmm. the calves of the lady, the long hairs, okay. or the wrong faces, the dimples, then it just got, it, it just swayed you off. No. Be a friend to that lady. Be a friend to that gentleman. I get to my point. Yeah. And know him and know him better. Many guys have gotten into, uh, guys have, they have asked of guys whether they are enough and they have misfired all because they didn't take their time and study the people or the persons. So I think to open up your debt to your, your, your future woman or your future man, you need to know the weakness and the strength of the person, how he takes issues, how he absorbs issues before you can open up. When you go to know that uh, in, in my weakness is there, in my strength he's also there, then you could see that this person, when I open up, this is my my problem. And I would like to share with you. Oh, having known your strength and weakness, I think that is a very time you can open that to a person. Oh, okay. So um you both say um, the same view that you need to open up to the person before. But then sure. Sure. Then then the question still lies not open up and tell them. Like some some people oh wow like some people oh let's say for instance let's say with Becky's death she, she she's owing um, almost like hundred thousand hundred thousand cities and mm-hmm. she she likes the guy with but then this is money you owe, like, but this is the money that is, is, is before us. So how do you open up to them? Because you've known them here, and you've not said it yet. Knowing them is, yes, you know them, but you've not said it yet. So how do you say, how do you open up? And then just, like, Charlie, this, this is what I'm going, this is what I'm, I'm going to, I owe this X, X, X amount of money. And then, uh-huh. I mean, how do you open up? Right, so, lots of how you have the approach yes yes you have the approach yeah um this is the person that you are going out with before mm-hmm. he came into your life before he came into becky's life okay becky was going mm-hmm. what brought about the going okay what brought about the dates okay before you before you met this guy what was the plan of you recovering this date okay so for, for, for you to get assistance or for you to open up to the person, in your quest of opening up to the person, you need to lay down your repayment plans. Okay. This is how much I owe. And this is how I am trying to repay my debt. So that the person will also bring his effort. Okay. Are you getting my point? Yeah, sure. Exactly. If you don't open up to the person and let the person know, is it marriage is some, 
Some marriages are falling on rocks, early, early breakups, even though they've tied a lot, but they have had an early, break, early um, breakups, all because there was a certain truth that was not told before they entered into the marriage. Then you realize that the man or the woman will say, if you had told me this, I wouldn't have gotten myself into this. Huh? So why do you have to hide such a huge amount of debt from your, your future spouse? Okay. You need to open up. By, just, as, just as I said, before you open up to the person, let the person know how come that debt and what are the plans that you yourself, you yourself, Badly doing, or you have it, yeah, you have in, in mind to repay because you you don't mean to tell me you are coming to marry me for me to come and pay your debt for you. Is it because of your debt that you are coming to marry me or what? Okay, so I'll come to them. So you, you who owns must know the plan or the um, the means of getting off that debt. Then when you, you then you, when you open up to me, I'll also bring my view, and then the two they say that. Uh, the two that um, uh, one shall chase thousand, two shall chase that ten thousand. That says okay. the people. Okay, sure. right. So, Mrs. Um, Miss Ado says that you need to be honest with. I mean, how come you wind it? And then also lay out your strategies, the strategies that you have laid down. So, what do you think? I mean, that approach. And then let's not forget that you're not married. So, everything can happen. So, that approach. Okay, thank you. I think Miss Ado. Is the vendors of my deal when he said that you have to let your partner know um, the reason or the details. So for me, I'll say that you have to be prepared to give details about the debt. You have to, uh, the best way you can start talking about your debt with your partner is giving him the reason why you have to go for that loan or a uh, debt. Uh, for example, if it is a rent loan, you have to let your partner feel the need for you to have funds for that loan. Maybe you have to let him know how important it was for you to get probably a separate accommodation or a different accommodation or uh, the reason behind you going in uh, for that loan to pay for that rent. He has to find out why you needed that debt or that loan at a particular point in time. So if, uh, like we are saying, you guys have gone through a process, so if he has that love for you, and he really wants to be with you, he has to show empathy, understand you for, from where you actually are coming from, the reason for which you needed to go for, and that loan. And so when you, when you discuss the necessity behind it, I believe that even if your partner cannot relate to the debt. He can relate to the reason for which you are going for it, and then he will not necessarily judge you for it. But one important thing is that you don't just at least be specific. Two thousand to you may not be money, but probably two thousand to your partner may be money. Okay. So you have to let your partner know what exactly it is. You don't lie. You don't say it's anyhow to cover up, and then in future you refer to. You have to and, and say that, that I was trying to trouble you. I was trying, like, like that, um, Sando rightly said, you are, you, you should be, <laughs> yes, you don't expect to hide some form of information and think that when you eventually get married, it's this way. Because marriage would, uh, would be built on the foundation of uh, your courtship or your dating and courtship. Yes, that's a, a good courtship would give you a good marriage. Probably, let me just put it like that. So, I think I'll try But then some people also have to get out of um, sinful reasons, like battle, and then maybe they think it should be, I mean, the past, something of the past, because probably I'm a new person now, and I just want to settle my debt quick and move on. But I also have to be in a relationship. Maybe I'm not here to settle your, for you to settle my debt for me, but I feel like I can do it on my own, I can do the debt on my own, and so. It doesn't matter. How do you how do you reconcile the two? So like so like he said, once you are coming with your once you are coming with um your death, it is because we are not even married yet. It is your death. It's not mine. It has nothing to do with me. So once you are coming with your death, you have to also tell me how you are planning to 
to make this your debt without me. So if I said I want to help, maybe I'm giving you. And I shouldn't also help you because uh, of the marriage. Because anything can happen once you are not yet married. Anything can happen. So it is your debt. If I shouldn't, if I was not in your life, you would have done something about it. So exactly what you, you have to do. You it off. Yes. So still find that means I'm getting it off. And just let me know. Mine is just to be informed. So that if tomorrow I'm planning, probably we are planning to get married. And I was thinking that because you work here, I am thinking in my head that, oh, it's possible I can uh, get those amounts of money from even if I should hit the rock. And then uh, not knowing you are paying a particular uh, loan or debt that I'm not aware of. So I come to you and say, oh, because we are doing, we are left with the soul. You you think you can help or we should still push it ahead so that I can see the day I can afford it and, and you tell me that no, I have that no, you have to let me know. Not because I would say that it helps for future plans and budget, you see. Okay. So that is why you have to let them have money. Okay. So we start um someone has a question for us. It's, it's moving on to the next um, point. It says should one make a decision on my based on the debt status of their partner? So I want to find out now. Um, we know we need to discuss with the significant other as Becky instructed. So now we want to find out after I open up, should one make a decision either to marry or not to marry me based on the debt that I have? Um, see, what is pushing someone into relationship? Okay, the baseline of relationship or the bedrock of relationship is love. Okay, okay, do you, do you, do you love the person? Uh-huh. You really love. See, if the person is able to open up to you, you yourself, you also have to open up to the person to let the person know your strength, your financial standings, so that the person will not embed in you that much, even if you are to come in to support. Okay. For instance, for instance, I keep on advising the young ones who are about to marry, the guys, that you know housekeeping money is a duty of a man. It is the it is the man who needs to shelter the woman and his and her kids. It is the man who needs to clothe them. It is the man who needs to see to their protection. Are you getting my point? Mm-hmm. Payment of bills is on the man. Now, when the woman works and brings something on the table, like for instance, your wife brings a month on the table. At the end of the year, he has given you six thousand dollars. Okay. If that money does, you need to appreciate it very much. To the guys, if you are getting ready to get married, this is a free advice. You need to appreciate whatever your wife brings on board or on table financially very much. Because whether she brings it on table or she doesn't, once you have confessed that you love her and you want to be with her, you are supposed to shelter her and the children supposed to clothe them, you're supposed to make sure that you protect them, you pay their bills, and that is your duty as a man. So, um, be getting together, and you bringing your debt, you are bringing your baggage, are you getting money? Okay, okay. It is your load that you are bringing. So, if I am able to take 10% of your debt out of the hundred, I have done something to cushion you up. You should appreciate it. Nevertheless, my decision to go with you, suppose what to Based on who owing or don't owe, it's supposed to be how I love you. Okay, how you because love, love the good book says that love set everything. Hundred thousand cities. Love set hundred thousand. Hundred. You talking about? All right, let me let me listen to my sister. No, I was asking hundred thousand. I think hundred thousand. I mean, like uh, like you know, love the person. You love the person. All right, hundred thousand other cities that you need to see. So, the, the love you have and the amount of money. I think it's really true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's it's true. Really true. Yeah. okay. That, that, is, that is very true. That is very true. It's relative. Okay. 100,000 to some people is no money. Mm-hmm. And 100,000 to some people is a it's huge amount of money to the people. Of course. To, to, to some, some of us. Okay. I get it. Now the question is, what as young lady, as young man, what mm-hmm. led you 
to owe that huge amount of money. Mm. That money that you owe must come with a property. Did you collect the money and eat the money? Mm. Or you collected the money and entered into a venture? And it away. Are you getting it? Mm. What? That is why my early submission, I did say that you need to spell out how you got to get the money, what the money was meant for, and okay. how you have squandered it, and your okay. means of getting it repaid. I think mm-hmm. going in for a loan of $100,000, you must have a collateral, a bigger collateral, mm-hmm. before you can, leave, you can even get that money. Okay. Are you getting it? Exactly. So, so uh, would you be ready to some of the plans that you have to lay down for your your your, your future spouse or your 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 your, your fiance to get to know is that um, I went for this and this is the collateral I went to in, in a nut in a nutshell. If I'm not able to pay, one of my decisions is to let go the collateral to reduce the debt or okay. to defray it. It's one of the means of getting of getting rid of the debt. You must have that lady who has gone in for hundred thousand dollars must have a collateral that he he used for acquiring that kind of loan. Okay. It wouldn't be like somebody just called you and gave you hundred thousand dollars. Who person wouldn't be a father Christmas? Sure. Who person wouldn't be a father Christmas? Not have gone to a financial institution for the money. And no financial institution will give you that money without looking for a certain uh, one or two things that you can that, that can uh, they can lay hands on when you are not able to settle the debt. So my proposal, my me, me, me being with you, is supposed not to be on how much you owe, but how much love I have for you. Okay. So this is going to come in, but then now let's settle this. I mean, this is I know this is a question that most of us want to know. So. Is it a wise decision? Let me just say this. Is it a wise decision? You are not married. You love this person so much. I mean, we, are, we, are, we just ended talking about love and not just um, the money. You love this person so much. Is it a wise decision to share the debt with them? Like you, you, know, you know you love them. You don't want them to overthink. And then your relationship begins to go sideways. Now you want to help him or her defray the debt by whatever strategy you want to adopt. Is it a wise decision? Considering you're not married. Uh, Let me start with Mr. Adwin and I'll jump into Mrs. I have a special. Okay. You're asking me, is it a prudent that uh, I decision. Pay, or wise decision that. Yeah, not to absorb, asking whether you, you share. Yeah, you just share, not to just take it, but maybe you decide to share with him. You're not married, but you, you love him, yeah. Yeah, yeah yes, yes. See, I was I was talking to somebody, I don't want to mention her name this afternoon, that in relationship. Okay. In relationship. For one not to have a dementia in relationship, or as you mm-hmm. used to say, heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Heartbreak. The first and foremost thing, I've been a youth president before. I used to advise my people on this issue. Now when you are in love with a young woman and the two of you are in preparation to get married. For you not to get a heartbreak, being if you the woman or the man, be ready to let go everything that you have invested in the marriage and the relationship if it doesn't end up in marriage. So the question is, you absorbing part of that huge sum of debt, are you ready? Should it be that after paying the debt, the lady tells you that I'm sorry, uh, I, I can see that um, the two of us, we are not compatible. Okay, the classic we, compatibility is key. <laughs> yes, we are not compatible. I can see that we are not compatible. I've tried to, I've tried to bridge up with you, but I could see that, I could see that it will not help us in the near future. So, um, I would like us to um, part ways. Okay. How are you going to take this news? So before <laughs> the worst thing happened, before the okay. worst thing happened, you have to psych yourself. Mm. You yourself, who is now trying to absorb somebody's debt, psych yourself that this amount of money, so you don't go and sell your property to come and defray this cost. 
I mean, this text. Okay. Where, when it doesn't work, the relation doesn't work, you are going to put your hands on your head and start to cry your eyes out. Okay. So I think that for one to decide finally to absorb one's date or part of the date, you need to get to a point that may, by everybody say, say a bamboo relationship now, but so a man out of love. Okay. Out of love. A basswa may win it. Say, if it doesn't work that way, that is where people get a hat trick. That is where people go and bang shops of their girlfriend. That's where people call for arrest. Why? Because I have given my money to her, but she's refusing to pay the money. Why? He didn't give the money to her, pay it back to you. Okay. So I think before you take that decision, you need to psych yourself and be ready to let go if the relationship doesn't work. That's a piece of paper. Okay. Okay, sure. So, uh, Mrs., I want you to um, handle the question Abby folks asked about... Okay, she also asked another question. She's, she's, she's asking, if in case the person decides not to marry you, can that be, I mean, attributed to lack of love, as we we're, were discussing about loving the person before you can? Not necessarily. Um, if I have the title right, you're saying that you love the person and you want to settle with the person. Because of love, you can look some of these things. But like you rightly said, imagine you dating somebody who has a death because of gambling. Okay. Somebody who has a death because of a behavior you never knew about. So sometimes the reason for the death, because you are saying that some discussing the death and with the details of the death, the reason behind the death can open your mind Knowing the type of person you are, you are with. Ricardo said something with his scenario that he asked questions or he tested his wife to be back there. Mm-hmm. Later, whatever answer she had provided was going to feed into um, some of the things he talked about the lady that this lady is this lady that way. That comes to confirm whatever doubts or whatever trust he had in her. Okay. So, if your partner says no, he can't go ahead with you because of the death. It is two things. You may want to know the reason behind it. Probably the reason behind the death is why he's saying no. He cannot continue or he's saying no. She cannot continue with it. And sometimes too, if it happens that every, everything was right before he still says no, overlooking the life and just looking at the death, I think he should be happy. Because it means that when you should get into a marriage with such a person, the person may not end up and may not be able to accept you for your, who you are and what comes with you, your excesses and your baggage. The person may not be able to accept it. So I think that if something like that should occur, you should also be appreciative of that particular thing. But in as much as some of these things happen, I think the reason some people may say that no, that means if I get married, you wouldn't be able to manage my finances. You wouldn't be able to manage the home. You wouldn't be able to do that. People make a lot of things, uh, they use a lot of things from some of these things that we do or see. So at the end of the day, like you said, you are not just coming to say that you have a debt to help you do or something. You are coming with a budget. So this budget and plan is what is going to make the person think that no matter what you were going through in of the day, you were still on top of the game. You are so on top of the situation. So you don't just make it look like you are so vulnerable and that without the relationship, you are not going to be able to settle the debt. Okay, 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 sure. And also about absorption of the debt with your partner. What do you think? Is it? Is it? I don't with the If that question okay. is to me, I would say that uh, I find very well with Ricardo. You don't, I don't know why we deserve ourselves this day. I mean, you are not married to the person. I keep saying that the moment you start doing things like a married person, whilst you are dating a person, you may end up endangering your marriage life and even the whole relationship. I keep saying that the reason why some of our pre-wear marriage relationships are not working is because we end up behaving like couples already, like marriage couples. And that is why sometimes you are having issues. If you are not married to the person, whatever you do for the person is not that it's a gift. Mm. So if you are not 
If you cannot hustle for let it go, like if you cannot let it go, if I'm giving you a hundred thousand Ghana cities and I know that I cannot let it go, I can never forget, then please, I shouldn't give it to you because you you may not be able to pay me back and I'll have a problem. And that's why even with married couples, I have a problem with a spouse that I've borrowed money to my other half. I've borrowed, I don't understand that language of the man, so try to understand it. And it's because of some of these things we did when we were courting or this. It's not an investment. You don't pay your, your girlfriend's school fees or your fiance's school fees. Why you cannot let it go? It is not a loan to be repaid. It is not an investment. So please, if you know you cannot do it for a normal friend and forget about it, then don't do it. It's, so it's free money. That's right. It's free money. And even if maybe you are already together like married couples or something and you want to help uh, because at the end of the day to come and back to benefit you, we have something we call an uh, affordability rate. You people should make sure that no matter how much you pay this debt or you help each other to pay the debt, you should still have something to feed on. And when it comes to shelter and clothing, you will still have something. So no matter, even if you are individual, okay, going for that, just make sure you do not pass that affordability rate. Currently, internationally, that's a rate of 43%. But I don't know uh, about maybe individuals, depending on the amount of money, and all this thing. So you shouldn't go for any debt that is payment will read you of uh, money to eat, money to maybe clothe yourself and have shelter. These things are very, very important. And sometimes we go for loans and debt and we forgo people go for loans that they have to chop their head off. They have to sell their properties before they sell for weddings and things. Sometimes Please let's be fast with ourselves. I cannot come to your glamorous wedding and a week after you come and beg me for food. I can't hey. you I won't even understand. Yes. Okay. So please no matter how how much debt you want to accumulate, no matter the reason, you you will not die. Die. You cannot die from hunger. You cannot die. You will not so please make sure that you don't overdo certain things when it comes to death. Let's be afraid of death. Let's be afraid of Okay, let's be afraid of this. This other, we want to know now. We've come from the point where it's it's important to open up so that I mean doesn't get discovered in the long run and then trust issues and all that. But then I want to know what are some of the benefits that we are going to get from opening up to our spouse and Yeah, one of the benefits is that it lets your partner know who you really are. Okay. It, it, it puts the person in the right frame of mind that this is the very person I am working with. I am ready. I am ready to go with. You see, when Naomi opened up to Ruth that I'm getting back to Jerusalem, so be with your people here in Noah, and I am going. Ruth said that I am going with you. And Naomi said, even if God blesses me with a man today, I am not going to get a son for you to marry. Because of the kind of love that is had for my son who died. And okay. Ruth insisted that I am going with you. So it put Ruth in a, free, a right frame of mind that I know my in law is not going to get me a man, but it is, I am going with her because I loved her. And lo and behold, there was a miracle. So, one advantage or one benefit that helps the two of you is that it lets you know. The kind of person that you are working with. And then it also puts you in the right frame of mind either to decide on going ahead or retracting. You get that right frame of mind. Then then the third one also has to do with if you open up to the person, when you are with a person, there is nothing like you have disappointed me. You didn't let me know who you really are. Or better still, there is nothing like the person has seen the deception or whatever. But okay. it made the person trust you the more. If mm-hmm. he's ready to go with you, if the person is ready to go with you, he can trust you. If you tell him today there is no money, this month we are not going to buy anything for ourselves <coughs> because we know this is what I have. I think this has to do with um, relationship, right? So mm-hmm. uh, maybe I wouldn't be able to afford buying you a new mobile phone because you know I own this amount. So use this one to bribe so that when we are able to settle, when I'm able to settle, I will, I will sort you out. 
the person gets to know that what you are saying is true because he knows that is how much you are paying. And okay. we need to settle that so that we can have a free frame of mind to live out in our relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so Mrs. Um, benefits. Benefits of opening. Okay. And like Daddy said, I'll just add something to it. It will help to prevent any form of strain on the relationship in the future. Because okay. in the future, nobody will refer to you that you haven't told me about this. I wouldn't have made those decisions if I had thought about them. And then also, it, it, you know, that can lead to frustration. So it helps you to, if somebody encourages you, you have somebody that will encourage you. If you have a good partner, it will, it will help you and guide you out of the day. If there is a problem that you have, that you cannot stay without owing somebody, and you have a good partner, that partner will be able to encourage you and also guide you out of it. And also, it would help both of you to have a good plan for the future. Whatever budget you want to have in the future, you can it can help you because you both know the standard. We have we both have the amount of debt. So let's take the debt away from what we have, then deal with what we need. We have a debt. So it helps you when you are planning. And also, it helps the other partner not add unnecessary financial burden to you. Okay. So the person will not always say that, oh, you don't help me. You are not good. You, you are so not uncaring and all those things. Because the person gets to understand you. Like Daddy said, the person knows you. The person gets to understand you. And also, like I said, because you are in debt, and if you don't have money, sometimes you know, you get angry. And sometimes you don't oh. get angry more when your money oh. is finished. So with this particular thing, it helps you to understand your partner, your partner's behavior at the point in time. If you are a lady, it helps you to understand why the man is always getting frustrated at the least provocation. It helps you to appreciate him if he even does something small. Something small, you know that my husband is or my my aunt is going out of his way to get this done for me, and you actually end up loving him more. So I think this are some of the uh, you know, like I said, it helps somebody from the basic. Maybe uh, for me, if I should make this example, it's quite personal. I think I can make it. Before I <laughs> before I got married, um, at a point. I knew myself to be conservative when it comes to spending. But all of a sudden, I started spending so much. And my husband, then he was my husband, he knew I wasn't that type of person. So what he does was, he kept my credit card. So anytime I needed money, I have to let him know. And then I go for my credit card. I go and withdraw my credit card. I take what I, I needed and I give it back. But as long as the credit card is not with me, and I know that this one, I'm going to get this just maybe uh, in another week's time. I manage what I have. So it helps me. It helps me a lot. And if I were not to speak about maybe my finances, I didn't think how that person that help. And the last thing I would want to say, which is not a benefit, is that if you don't discuss your income with your partner, don't even try to discuss it. I don't know how you want me to finance your debt or help you out of your debt when I don't even know what comes. So if you know that you cannot discuss your income with partner, please don't discuss your debt. It's not just for the negative, it's also good for the person. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, sure. Um, we have a, a couple of questions in the scenario. And then so um the, the question is this could one be liable for a partner's debt? And and the second one is can debt mean relationship? I know you've talked about it a lot. So Mrs. Can you just summarize these uh, the answers to these questions? Uh, yes, um it can you be li you can be liable for your partner's debt. I know a girl who took loans for the boyfriend. Okay. Yes. Because she has a good affordability rate, she can get a higher uh, loan. So she took the loan for the boy, and the boyfriend never paid. And now the relationship, like that you said, the relationship is no more. Who paid? The other girl, the girlfriend, paid. They paid for a no more relationship. They paid for a no more relationship. Yes. So that's the mistake that you made. So at the end of the day, you can become liable for your partner. Sometimes it's something you both thought you needed. Maybe a man wanted a shop. I went in for loan for him. 
so that you can get something out of the shop and probably finance our wedding plans or something. So some of these things can come up. But I think that, like Daddy said, if he wants this loan, he should go for it. If you want your loan, you should go for it. That way, nobody is liable for anybody's death. But because of one or two mistakes, sometimes you can be liable for your partner's death. But if it is a personal thing, please don't disturb yourself. Don't even worry yourself to become liable. I think that's what we said. And then the second question, can death win relationships? Yes, death has been winning a lot of relationships because it's too strange on you, the one that has the, the death. It puts a lot of stress on you. It puts a lot of frustrations on you. There are a lot of things you wish you would have done for your partner. You cannot do it. And you are already frustrated. And because you are not doing it, the partner is feel that you don't love him or her. Yes. So you, it puts a lot of strange things on you. And sometimes things, people even want to marry a particular profession from a particular profession because they think that this person can help me financially. So if the person gets to know that, oh, that will probably work, or a da da da, it's not supposed to be. But sometimes this is what happens, and we have to face really so that's what I have. Oh, okay. He said his fiance owes her ex an amount of money that can that he can't afford, and she currently can't also afford it. The ex keeps on calling, and any time he asks about the call, the reply has always called to ask when I'm repaying the debt. How do I go? Your current fiance owes her ex an amount of money, and the ex has been calling her frequently, and then I think the whole thing has been, he's always calling to check up when the date will be paid. How does he, the gentleman, deal with, I mean, a situation like that? Right, so now, it was, I mean, we, we go back to where we started. How did you end up owing that guy? Mm-hmm. What was the money used for? Are you getting okay. it? Now the two of you are together, now the two of you are together, she has left that ex and has cleft you, mm-hmm. preparing to marry her. Yeah, if you are in, uh, you have you have already married. Then um, you being that man, knowing the amount of how much your your wife is owing or your friend your fiance is owing, what he used the money for was it beneficial? Just like my dear sister just said, you went and come. Is that why you are owing, or it is it was for a something that was very necessary. Okay. So we look at all these things before you say you would step into the debt for repayment. Okay. Secondly, mm-hmm. secondly, in as much as you love that woman or you love that man, see some, some girls also give their money to guys and the guys end up leaving them. When, when they get married, the ladies start to chase them because you know, if you are you, you you've gotten yourself money. So, um, if you are in love with that lady who is owing that an amount of money, what you have to do is one you talk with his ex. Okay. Now I can now I can give him trust with him. Okay. Yes, you talk to now she's your she's your wife. So whatever surrounds her, whatever comes with her, yeah, comes with you. Yeah, exactly. So you need to find out um, from the uh, ex. And let the ex know that you people are ready. Because if you don't make an attempt to repay the person, it can also ruin, I mean, ruin your marriage. Okay. It can ruin the relationship. The person could be disturbing you time and again, which will not bring you. So it's a matter yeah. of sitting with the ex to also find out, to let the ex know that this is our repayment. And if he do agree, then you go on with it. If he doesn't agree, then you resort to better means of repaying the loan or the money because it has to be paid. Oh, okay. It has to be so, indeed uh, it was it was meant for something. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, the ex cannot come and tell you that I bought a refrigerator for your, your, your girlfriend and I'm coming for my money that I used to buy the refrigerator for uh-huh. And if the refrigerator is there, you come and pick your refrigerator and go. Okay. But for instance, she has opened a shop okay. for your wife. Which, of course, your wife knew very well that her ex-boyfriend went for loan. They agree on that loan. They had an agreement before he went and took that loan. Okay. And it means she's aware of what the money has been meant for. Okay. And now who is benefiting from that money? It is you who has married to that lady who is benefiting. Mm-hmm. So, as uh, my dear sister said, you must be ready 
to also take up the, the debts, the bags and the money, the, the cabbages. So, to your wife, okay. Because it is, yes, because it is helping the two of you. That business that your wife is doing, the, 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 the profit that comes out of it, to you, it doesn't go to that extra. Okay, 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 sure. That's very insightful. So, um, very soon, we'll just be taking your closing remarks, but I want, to, I want us to do, um, let's say two minutes for right? So, now, Mrs., I want to find out. Now, you are debt free in your marriage, you are debt, but then you decide to go in debt with your husband. Now, you want to shift into marriage for like a few minutes and then you just take your closing remarks. Now, you decide to go into debt with your husband. What is that? Idea? So how the ideal talk going to be? Or oh, it's just the man should provide. So the man does the thing and the wife has no idea. Okay. Um, I think at that stage, I, I know that you will have to help me provide. At that stage, since you are both married, you should have been comfortable discussing your income and, and whatever project you want. Have to also talk about the fact that this is what we have. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are giving your house, your home, money or something like you have to let each other know that this is what I can afford with this project and this is what you can also afford with this project. And then if it is not enough, you both decide to go for this debt. And probably I can, I go for some uh, portion and go for some portion if uh, we are operating different accounts or if I'm the one that is supposed to go for it because I am the man, then I go for it. But you, the woman, have to also that I am dealing with something like this. And so you have got probably part of the house. And if not, you have to appreciate everything that the one who goes in for this day to care of the family is doing. You have to also appreciate it. And the one that is also not in debt but bringing something for also got to be appreciated. So I think that when it comes to a marriage couples, it should be something that you have planned for, something that you have both agreed so that I said don't go, you went for it, so deal with this alone. It wouldn't be an issue for one person. At the end of the day, both of you have to share that responsibility and know that, not necessarily share like you are paying, but and it's just know that you understand what the other face is doing for the sake of the marriage and for the sake of the, the family. Yeah. And also make it a point to encourage each other as you go through this process of repayment of it. So, but I think that it has to have something to it. I don't know. Okay, so we're going to come in. I'm, I'm sitting this in the evening now. We haven't even said in the, in the opening remarks that the man has to be the one to put on the table. I mean, what there is food on the table. That is where the man's, the, the money in you, the man comes out. And then now you want to like go into debt. Sometimes maybe it's a car or something. But then you realize that, I mean, you've been married for like 10 15 years. And then you have to provide a car. I mean, a man has an ego like, okay, I mean, talk car. I said, all right, you actually. You two, I'm going somewhere. In the long run, some men especially go into debt. I mean, that ego is them. So, let's go debt. How should you do it, Mr. Adam? How should you talk? Especially if you are married and then you're, the thing you're going in for is going to help the family in general and not just yourself. I recently told my wife that when we see the car, we are no time we are going to change. And God is going to bless us. Next year, 2021, we are going to change. Of course. Uh, I was with my wife and then my son, and we all listened to What am I trying to say? If you are married and you want to incur any debt, one, you have to look at what kind of debt you are want to incur. Is it education? Is it infrastructure? Or is it automobile? As you are saying, that one you must consider. Consider the benefits that the family is going to get from that debt. Sure, sure, sure. Because if it is going to be a selfish, your selfish interest that all my friends are buying a car, and for that matter, I must also have a car. Myself. What are the trotters moving in and out there doing? <laughs> when you know very well that your strength cannot grant you that car, okay. and you don't discuss it with your wife, every morning when he is asking for housekeeping money, it is there and there that they are going to tell her, you who's in a car, do you think, what, 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 where am I going to get money to um, put food on the table? She didn't go for a car. You did it on your selfish interest. 
So I think you must know the type of debt in it. An automobile debt, infrastructure building, or maybe schooling. You want to, you want to uh, advance your education. You need to tell your wife. She is your wife. I'm using myself as a man. She is my wife. And I must tell her that yes, as I used to call her mommy, this is what I want. This is what I, I want. So that the two of you will come into agreement. Should there be any challenges, financial challenges in the house? Okay. She will not raise her voice on you, but rather she will understand you better. Oh. Other than that, if you do it on yourself or by yourself, thinking that you are the man, I am sorry, wake up one morning and she will pick a quarrel with you and you will have no defense. And you are no more the man. So I think you will be no more the man in the house. We hope you found value in this standalone quickie episode as we did here. If you did, kindly leave us a review anywhere you get your podcast. The iTunes Store Expression. Do appreciate all that you do for this podcast. So this is all we have for you in this episode of the 21 Show. Thank you and we hope to see you in the next episode. Always remember to love people and use them because the opposite never works.